0: Welcome back to another episode of the Kind of Funny X-Cast, your home for all things Xbox here at Kind of Funny. Of course, I'm one of your show hosts, Snowbike Mike, and today I am joined by an incredible panel. Unfortunately, my two gaming dads couldn't make it, but you know what? I'll give it up for my gaming uncle right here, my big dog, Mr. Greg Miller, joining me. Hello, Greg. How are you today? I'm great, Mike. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm feeling good. We got to watch, of course, a brand new presentation from Xbox. If you're just tuning in, this is your post-show breakdown for the Xbox Partner Preview that we just enjoyed, which is very exciting. A new pillar in the Xbox show format that we're going to talk about. We're going to, of course, give it a rating on the one to five kind of funny scale. We're going to talk all about that, but joining us as well... Blessing out of Yo-Yo Junior, looking good in his Xbox screen. What up, Bless? You're looking good. In Thanks, future, homie. And those glasses. I, I like this earring. Thank I you. I want you to know, yeah. I, I see it out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, you know what? That's a nice touch. I appreciate. it. I'm trying so, something new. Some new flair. I like that, Bless. I'm trying something new. I'm wearing this. What is this? Something it? I would the ever movies? wear? No, never. But I'm wearing. All it. All you need
1: is the the little necklace with the ring, and you look like Nathan Drake.
0: Oh snap! That's my dude too. See, it's yeah, funny yeah. you go
2: Nathan Drake. I go that game that we saw at the PlayStation uh, showcase or State of Play last time that it opened up with like the 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 guy that walks weird. Oh baby.
1: Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. he's yeah. in the baby long onion yeah. underwear. So yeah. Between yeah. there, yeah. but that I like rock fan.
0: And of course also rounding out our incredible show host is the Master of Hype, Mr. Tim Geddes. Tim, what's good, homie? I'm very excited to talk about this with you guys. Good. I'm excited to talk about it with you as well, Tim, because, you know, you are the showcase guy. You love seeing these big presentations. You like to see all of the big partners in the gaming world really showcase well and come out and put on a good show. So we're going to talk about that in just a moment because, of course, I have to remind you that this is the Kind of Funny X-Cast. We normally post each and every Thursday at 6 a.m. West Coast, best coast time on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, podcast services around the globe, and of course, on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. No, Roosterteeth.com. Go out there, check it out of course we are now epic games partners which means if you want to support the team in a brand new way if you're buying games off the epic game store upgrading your look in fall guys rocket league or fortnite please use our epic creator code kind of funny at checkout to help support the team i got a cool one for you this thursday october 26th greg miller is joining the jabroni boys on the afternoon stream to stream a brand new ghostbusters game that's right greg miller Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord is out tomorrow and we all will be suiting up to play in a fun sponsored stream. Catch it live after kind of funny games daily and later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Greg, are you excited for a brand new Ghostbusters game?
1: Of course. I'm excited mainly to wear Ghostbusters outfits, though, and you know, be a Ghostbuster and go through and play a Ghostbusters game with you guys. Uh, it's out tomorrow, yes. so if people get it, we might actually do public matches.
0: Oh, that's yeah. a great idea. I love that. Uh, of course, talking about support, we always like to thank those who support us over on Patreon. So I got to give a big shout out to our Patreon producers for the month of October, Jedi Master Deadpool and Delaney Twining. Thank you so much for your support this week. The kind of funny X cast is sponsored by better help, but I'll tell you about that in just a little bit, guys, let's set the stage before we break it down. Of course, if you missed our live reaction, you can go catch that right now over on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. You can enjoy the brand new Xbox partner preview and our thoughts on it live as we enjoy it, but let's talk about it because of course, Xbox. Trying to write the ship after the Xbox One generation. Dropping inside Xbox. Coming out with new presentations that we've seen. Of course, we know they always bring it during their summer showcase. They have shown up well at Gamescom. They've shown up well at the Game Awards Tokyo Game Show. They have a lot of Xbox all throughout the year. Of course, also this year, we did see the brand new ID at Xbox showcase as well. So that was really fun. Now, we get a third-party partner preview, which is a new little wrinkle into the mix, which I gotta say, I enjoy, right? I like seeing Tina and the team come up with, how do we spread this message to Xbox gamers everywhere? What is the look? What is the feel? Is it just a blog post? Is it a 20 to 30 minute state of play Nintendo Direct, similar to what we just got today? And so that's what I wanna talk with you guys before we get into our reviews. Tim Geddes, I'm gonna go to you to start this off. Do you think this was a good addition to the Xbox showcase format? Do you think it hit the notes or should it have just been a blog post?
2: Uh, yes, I think that this is uh, definitely a step in the direction I want to see Xbox go in uh, when it comes to these type of showcases. I'd love to see this become a uh, a standard in the Xbox formatting. I feel like going into this, me and Bluster Town on Games Daily, about like, my hopes are this hits kind of that state of play level. And I feel like that's exactly what this is doing. I feel like that's what Xbox has been missing, the kind of middle ground between the big showcases and then their plethora of different uh, smaller ways that they've presented games over the years that sometimes work, sometimes don't. But I would say overall, I would say they haven't found a format that works. Like even uh, the thing that Hi-Fi Rush was announced at earlier this year, the um, director... uh, Underscore director. Underscore director. Developer developer, underscore direct. direct, Things like that. Like playing with formats, trying different things. I still... Feel like that wasn't the format. Mm-hmm. This I do feel like is the format. I think there's a lot of room for improvement. Um, I feel like a lot of things that we'll probably all agree on uh, in terms of presentation. But I do think that this is a step in the right direction and something that I hope that Xbox continues to iterate on.
0: Blessing, I want to kick it over to you. Of course, there were some things we knew going into it. Of course, the big blog post did state that there will be no further information or Game Pass announcement from the recent acquisition of Activision Blizzard King. So we knew that was off the table. We also knew that Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth Alan Wake 2, Ark Survival Ascended, and Dungeons of Hinterburg were all going to be there in a 20 to 30 minute showcase as the non-Xbox guy, but the gamer in the office. Were you excited by that blog post to say, oh, I should tune into this?
3: I was excited enough for it. I think for me, I was more excited as a KHD host, right? And somebody who tunes into all these things. And I watch all the PlayStation State of Plays and I watch all the Nintendo Directs because, yeah, one of the things we were talking about, uh, me and Tim the other day was like, how is this going to fit into the Xbox Xbox ecosystem of showcases and like you know to push against him a little bit right like I think developer underscore direct or whatever you want to call it I think that does work as a format I don't think it works as the format and I think that's something that as Xbox you got to figure out because inside Xbox we had we've not seen one for quite a few years now right and inside Xbox That was the venue for like, hey, let's talk about first party stuff. Let's talk about deep dives. Let's talk about third party stuff. And it felt like too much of a hodgepodge and a drawn out um, presentation of developer interviews, right? And it's hard to get everybody excited and everybody tuned in for that. I think this is maybe the best example we've gotten so far of a third party showcase thrown by a first party. And like, you know, I look at Nintendo, for example, and Nintendo does, I forget what they're called, right? But like the Nintendo partner directs those are always like a bummer right because those get announced we're always like ah shit where i want to know what the next mario was i want to know what this next thing was right i think them i think xbox positioning this as it's not xbox showcase it's not a developer direct it's a magical third thing that we're calling a partner preview and it's 20 to 30 minutes long it is snappy it is you know like not non-exciting games right like we go through and like you know i look at manor lords and and um still wakes the deep and these aren't for me right but like for one of those, you get a Miller, you solid, Delta, you get a like a mm-hmm. dragon, infinite wealth. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good balance of, hey, let's get in, let's get out and let's make this something that people are gonna be excited to t- tune into. And for me, I think the thing that really shines about this, right, when you put up, up against a developer direct or an Xbox showcase, again, these are all doing, th- these are all promoting different facets of what Xbox is in ways that we're gonna tune into the next one. And so for uh, for this Xbox partner preview, I think, for me, this is a success in the way that I will tune into the next one. Like I think we we'll all, all, we all might react to the next one based on us getting things like Miller Solid and this being snappy
0: and it being interesting. And so, for me, this is a thumbs up. I like that, Greg Miller. I want to kick it to you before we start giving our reviews out. Of course, when we look at this, you as the PlayStation guy, you look at state of plays, you react to the Nintendo directs. There was no voiceover, no host. Yeah. Just trailers. It was snappy. Eleven total games. Two new game reveals that they did promote on the screen. Did you think it lived up to the expectations that you would have for State of Plays or Nintendo Directs?
1: Uh, I'll speak to State of Plays because my Nintendo Direct things are always off. Um, State of Plays, yeah, I think it did. This is, you know, exactly what you'd expect. You don't get the voice, right? Yeah. I did it for you Your if you watch Don't great. worry about yeah, it. Yeah. I did it for mm-hmm. you. But other than that, you're doing it, yeah, because this is another... Um, avenue for Xbox to serve its partnerships in marketing agreements and things like that and come out and give a chance to say hey we're going to put a big game in there like Metal Gear Solid Delta that'll get people to watch we're going to promote earlier with Alan Wake 2 which people are incredibly stoked for and that gives you a chance to toss in something and announce Akara right uh, will not die uh, to show something like Still Wakes the Deep something smaller that you know the average gamer might look past so yeah it lived up to expectations and it, it didn't blow my hair back but I had a good time I'm, I agree with everybody it was we were in we were out and
0: there was four things I've identified where I was like yeah yeah, fuck yeah i was excited to see those i like that greg greg for me will you please give everyone watching and tuning in whether they'll be watching live on twitch or youtube or catching the podcast later on can you give us the kind of funny review scale sure one of course five? we listen we
1: do a five point review scale five being amazing uh four being great three being okay which could go either way you know it's okay or it's okay uh which i like discussing
0: uh two being bad one being terrible That is your five-point scale, of course. We are going to go around the room right now, and I want to ask, what do you think of today's Xbox Partner Preview on a one-to-five scale for Kind of Funny? I am going to give it a three out of five okay. I think they did a really good job coming in with a new format, adding into this. Of course, I would like to see throughout the year how much we'll get out of this. Is this a a three-times-a-year, four-times-a-year event? Is it monthly? Is it once a year, right? God forbid it's only month or once a year. I would like that to be a little bit more, but I think they... Hit on their promise, 11 games, two new game reveals. I enjoy, I like, right? I think there's a large list of Xbox-partnered games that they could have put in there that maybe would have wowed us a little bit more. I'm looking at you, Contraband, Little guardsman. I would have liked to see, Stalker 2. There's a number of games down the list that I think would have brought a little more heat and energy into this showcase, but of course, that all relies on are those teams ready to show? Who's ready to step up to the plate? And I think Tina and the team did find something new that I, as an Xbox fan and a gamer, would enjoy watching for 20 to 30 minutes, right? This is an easy... After work, put it on. Instead of reading a blog post, I would much rather do this and enjoy some trailers, get some dates, see some new game reveals. I think there are steps to improve upon this. I would like a host voice. I I would enjoy that personally. I think it was a nice smooth. Welcome to the
1: Xbox Partner Showcase.
0: I don't think you can go wrong with that. I think it adds a little bit of flair. I think it adds a little bit of touch. I think that's something Xbox is now going to miss without Larry Herb, a.k.a. Major Nelson, right? Like, that was your voice. That was your face. People knew what you were getting out of that. Now, without Larry, the team does have to look around and say, who can carry that mantle? Paris Lilly. But, of course, I would really enjoy that the games will come. I think every single time we will rate this on a three to four scale. There will be great moments where there's going to have a lot of good games, and then there's just going to be okay times where you say, hey, four out of the 11 sat well with me. The other seven, I could give or take on. So for me, on your first attempt Xbox, three out of five, okay, good first step. Let's do it again, and uh, let's continue. Tim Geddes, tell me what your review is. It, it's it's hard. I'm I'm torn. I'm torn between the three and the four
2: on this one because I oh. do think that uh, there this had a lot going for it and it had uh, a lot of the fat trimmed that we don't like to see in a lot of these things. I agree with you. I feel like a voice would have went a long way. Um, the voice is something that I don't think you you can't get wrong. You definitely can, <laughs> but I feel like it it was missing something and it was kind of it just felt a little um, awkward in terms of like how long we sat on just words that we were reading um but i do think that that's a simple fix that they i imagine that they will in the future but in terms of the content i think it was there i feel like this delivered on what they set out for us and i think that what they set out for us was interesting enough like i don't think that you should get a great review just because you told us you're going to give us something and then you give us it if that's not exciting. I think there was exciting things here. And I think on top of that, the uh, Icaro Will Not Die looks awesome. A fun little indie Mm -hmm. surprise there. Um, Metal Gear Solid, none of us could have ever predicted seeing that. And, you know, I would have loved to see a little bit more information, but it was great seeing it. Great seeing it running in Unreal Engine 5, not Fox Engine. Like, we're starting up answers to questions we've had about uh, Metal Gear Solid Delta, which is exciting. Didn't expect to see that at an Xbox show this way. Like, I'm just like, ooh, that's fun industry stuff. So to me, that's a win. Um, and overall, just like the games that they showed, I liked the the variation in them from indie all the way up to some bigger titles. Um, we've always talked about wanting to get these like reminders of games that are imminent. Alan Wake 2 is coming out within days. So like ending on that, while not the most exciting thing, I get it, it makes sense for what this is. And I feel like this is just a good format that they have. And it, it is very much in line with State of Play or the Nintendo Direct partner previews where, The partner ones for Nintendo, they've had some major wins. They've had some major losses. They've had everything in between. I'm hoping with Xbox, this is the bottom of the quality for this. I hope going forward, it is at least this, because there's a good format here.
0: Yeah, I think it's a great format, and they have a lot of partners, right? We talked about Contraband with Avalanche, Mm. uh, IO Interactive. There are a lot of partners that this team is teaming up with that I think throughout the years, we'll see different games and really showcase well. Blessing, what'd you give it? Yeah,
3: I'm similar to Tim where like the three out of five to four out of five is like the struggle for me because I I wouldn't say this was necessarily great, but I also wouldn't say it was okay. Like I would say it's good, right? Which could go either way. I think ultimately I'm probably gonna go with the three out of five as opposed to a four out of five because they're I think both on the presentation side and the content side I had a little bit stuff a a little bit of like a few things to be desired, right? I think on the presentation side, I agree with the voice, you know, I think even if it is a sentence between each thing that is doing what Greg was doing and reading Mm -hmm. what the text was of like, hey, go to Xbox Wire, right? Like, I think that goes a long way. I would have loved to hear Tina Amini or somebody on the team be that person. I'm also like, I also get the idea of like, well, I'm already throwing the showcase, you know? I don't have the bandwidth and stuff to do this voice, (laughs) but I think finding a voice would have been really cool for this. Um, And I think for something like this, you want to have a voice uh, to represent that. Um, I think the snappiness of it was good. When I look at the content, right? Like it is that split of, I think the Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, strong way to open it. I think that trailer, fantastic even if you're somebody who's not into like a dragon or yakuza that trailer was still intriguing and engaging and it's a trailer that i think would convert people who maybe uh, might be into an animal crossing or might be into a kind of sim kind of experience getting a Kari will not die that look cool as hell The still wakes the deep trailer i don't think it did not hit right but like it's one that I guess you want to keep promoting right like this is a game that you have coming from I don't know much about the studio I assume it's an independent joint right and like you want to get those things out in front of people I would have wished for a better trailer but hey it is what it is Spirit of the North 2 looks good right like Metal Gear Solid 3 that's a big get I have a few misgivings about the trailer right like that's one that I really want to see the actual content of as opposed to just like the visuals and the engine because that honestly is like where I have more questions I believe the game's going to look good but will the content hit in the way that it hit for the original? That's what I really want to see. Um, but all in all, right, like, I think it was balanced in terms of the content. Not anything super-duper exciting, but also, again, not boring, right? I, th- I think this is a good time. And so, for me, I like this showcase. I thought it was a good
0: one. That's a three out of five for me. I like that. Still wakes the deep. The Chinese room is the developer. BAFTA award winners. Yeah. Make sure to oh. note that one. I'm yeah, on. of course. Yeah, i uh, as low course. On
2: that one is. It seems like you guys are. I mean, I don't think it looks like the best thing ever, but it's like... I. Kim's never going to touch this game. You know what I mean? No, Tim's I'm
1: not never good in a place I, yeah. I think He's it, coming out. Hey, he's just though. fighting
0: to fight with us. Just fighting to fight with us. <laughs> Greg Miller, give me your review score. I'm, well, I'm, oh, I'm just dead. I'm just giving you a hard time. Oh, I, he's know. Just, I know. He's, yeah. He told me not to look at him until 10.30 a.m. today. Oh,
1: I Not only did I tell him that, <laughs> I told, told him that right? last night about 9.30 p.m. <laughs> you, uh, you got the text message uh, in front t- of you? Prep the text message and read what I said. Greg, Because there was a lot of things I said. There was a lot of things I said last night. You'll get your second. You'll get your You'll chance. This is what I
0: received at yesterday at 8.03 p.m. There's some things you need to know for your return tomorrow. Things have changed. I'm the dominant male now. Don't look me in the eyes before 1030. Don't talk to Roger. Don't fucking try me. <laughs> Don't talk to him. And so try then you me. say to yourself, how do I respond to this? And so I gave him the just fun iMessage exclamation points and say, oh, snap, it's going down.
2: God bless you
1: Craig Bang
0: Miller hit me with the review. Tim's reviewing.
1: been too lenient on both of you. That's why I got to <laughs> oh, set yeah, the yeah. stage. I got to right. let you know what it's <laughs> like around here. <laughs> what haven't you done is the real oh, question. Uh, for me yeah I put this as a three out of five as well. Yeah. This is okay and I think it's a good okay. I, I had fun. I enjoyed myself tonight. I do think expectations were set correctly. I appreciate them doing this. I think when we talk Mike about like oh well clearly this is an arm and an avenue for their marketing. Yeah. I know people can bristle at that well it's just ads. Well everything's just ads and it is xbox using the brand xbox to promote smaller things they're partners right it's easy i think for uh, uh any of these uh first parties these console uh manufacturers right to go internal and promote their own things and just talk about first party it's a big deal for them to be able to stretch out and again show something like the chinese room who of course i know from playstation everybody's gone to the rapture right yeah. dear Esther, there's all these these smaller games that if you do like your walking sims you know about mm. but do you actually is that i don't think it was the best presentation i don't think that trailer made me go greg miller walking sim guy no, I gotta be made there. me go i got to go play that yeah. is is anyone's daughter dead is anybody going
0: uh-huh. through a messy divorce? Am I yeah. getting a message in a bottle that I I'm just walking around a
1: dilapidated structure. Like, <laughs> I, you, make me invested, right? Is there a dog somewhere that's buried? I gotta get to. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> Give me something to care about. Uh, but I mean, throughout, like I said, you know, for me, I had four standouts. For me, you know, I thought like a dragon, infinite wealth, uh, this Dondoku Island yep. looked really cool. Uh, Robocop, Rogue City, I again think is going to be a fun B movie kind of video game. I think I'm I'm excited to kick the tires on that final thing. Obviously, Metal Gear Solid Delta, and then I'm stoked for Alan Wake at the end of this week. So it's like having those tent poles, and again for me personally, having them structured the way they were. Right, I'm talking about my the first game, the fourth game, the seventh game, and the eleventh game. Which means that yeah, there was stuff in between there, like that did not, you know, I'm watching and we're we're talking we're talking a lot about it. Still wakes the deep, but. Uh, uh, what was the, uh, the, the, one we were like, oh, this could be a Greg game or it could be a blessing. Game. Oh, that was, uh, actually dungeons of the Hindenburg. dungeons of the Hansenberg, yeah. where I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. Like I am watching and like the more I'm seeing I'm like this ain't going to be, this ain't going to do it for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm out. Right. I still like seeing that. I still like knowing that, uh, you know, to the point you've mentioned of, yeah, you could go home and read a blog post. We all could, we could all go read about any of these games, but it is seeing them in action, catching their visual style, understanding a little bit about it where you're like, oh, okay, awesome. Like I, I now when I hear about Dungeons of Hinterberg, I remember this. And even if it's like it didn't turn my head here, maybe later on when reviews are coming out or previews, I'll be like, oh, I remember and it works. This goes farther than a blog post. This reached more people than the Xbox Wire. 100%. Even putting on there, you know, the no voice voice at the end saying through me of like, yo, here's the QR code. You can go look at Xbox Wire. I'm sure I would I would assume. 70% of the people who watch this have no idea what Xbox Wire is. They, oh. don't, they don't go okay. and check they it out. They get their the news from IGN, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Twitter, YouTube, whatever. Kind of funny games daily. So I think it, you know, it's a good move on their part to get these games visually represented mm-hmm. and show what's coming to Xbox.
0: And the blog just got a nice little revamp. So if you ever go over to the Xbox Wire, you got a nice new look Let me check for you out. to check out. And I did, yeah, I appreciate the end of every single one saying, hey, go check out the blog. Here's a QR code yeah. as well. How many people actually use that? Probably a tiny percentage, very but little. Like you yeah. said, start pushing that over there. We're trying to get the message out because Xbox and Microsoft now own a ton of studios, and their biggest goal now is to constantly getting the message out, constantly be getting you, the gamer, excited, the consumer to go out and buy their products, and so. Great job on that.
2: One, one quick thing I want to say about this too is uh, the the amount of content here is manageable. I feel like the the amount of games allows us to remember them mm-hmm. and the way that they reinforce that by having the, hey, go to the wire after this and then the end of it, seeing the logos of all the games. I just feel like they presented it well. They presented it as if all these games matter in yep. different ways. They might not all be for you, but uh, at a certain point, it's just noise when it's just, here's a game, here's a game, here's a game, here's a game. Like I think that this did, a, not that every single one here is, like a winner, but I feel like overall it was a, a good package of games.
0: That's well said, Tim. I agree with you on that. I think 11 games is a sweet spot to have it yep. where it never felt like, Oh, this is dragon. I got to get out of my seat. It was more like, Oh wow. We're still going just a little bit longer. That's nice. You knew. I think Alan Wake, I think we all felt like this is the end, right? In my mind, I was like, could you go bigger than Alan Wake? Absolutely not. There's probably nothing else that you could have shown that would have been bigger than that to end this small First try and attempt. What I
1: want to say, too, about the Alan Wake demo in particular was there was a moment there where I was like, the trailer they showed before started showing stuff I haven't seen before. And I was like, ooh, I don't know if I want to watch this. I don't know if I want to ruin the moments of the game. The demo they showed, I thought, was it did what it needed to do without giving you a giant story beat, right? Oh, that's good. Okay. We're walking around this house and then this weird thing with two like this water ghost from both sides came out and that was a cool fight there was some cool music you went to walk into the red thing and it was over like what's on the other yeah. side of that red thing what else you know they they set tone again they showed this more than just a forest I like that
3: and I think nothing overstayed is walking which is huge yeah. like that yeah. happens all the time where we look at all these showcases and it is Okay, I don't care about this thing. Oh man, we're still on this. Oh man, this trailer is five minutes long, right? Like, I imagine if I look through the longest thing we had was probably like a Dragon in Infinite Wealth, if I had a guess. And that was a fun trailer the whole way through. Like, that one warranted its length. Yep. Yeah. And so, like, I think having that be the longer one and having everything else here, like even Dungeons of Hinderberg, which uh, didn't really vibe with us, or Still Wakes the Deep, right? Which didn't really vibe with us in a strong way. Never during those trailers were I like, was I like, oh, this is still going on? Like, no, it, it, everything kind of flowed in a nice
0: pace. And so I think that's to the credit as well. I agree with that, Bless. Well said on that. Both for the. Opening and the closing were the two big ones. And I think they all did well. Let's talk about those 11 games right after a word from our sponsors. This episode is
2: brought to you by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? I can't even count the amount of nights I lose sleep just because I can't stop thinking and my brain just won't stop talking. It turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk through them. Therapy gives you a great place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set Boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You can make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kinda Funny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com Kinda
0: Funny. BetterHelp.com/slash/kinda funny. Welcome back, everyone. Let's talk about the content. Let's talk about the games that was in this Xbox partner preview, and I'm excited because we got 11 games, two new, brand new game reveals, and we got plenty to talk about. And Let's kick it off with Yakuza. And man, let me tell you what, Tim and Bless, we're getting a lot of Yakuza in our life. Oh yeah, it's a great thing. The third, it's a cool thing. Like
3: a 12 month period. It's (laughs) It's a a lot of Yakuza. (laughs) It's a
0: lot of Yakuza, but. It's exciting because Ichiban is back. I'm very excited to jump back into that group. That world, I played a little bit of Like a Dragon, and that's where I started to fall in love with the series and was like, oh, I'm willing to try all the other ones. So that was my kind of gateway. So I'm excited to see what's next for his adventure. Of course, Tim, we got to see some side activities in this one. This one, of course, is Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, but we saw the Don Doko Island, which looked very much like Animal Crossing and letting you live out your fantasy of creating a small little town, having fun adventures with Ichiban, maybe catching fish, maybe building some cool houses and also furniture and so much more, which was surprising how big this kind of side activity mini game is going to be, which worries me as well.
2: What? Th- that's my question here is I, I do not know these games well at all. I've seen many trailers for this game. Most of them have just been him kind of naked, more comedy focused, a uh, yes. little uh, like cutscene type stuff. Seeing this, you're telling me this
3: is side stuff. All this animal, this yeah. is not
2: just an Animal
1: Crossing. That's what line.
3: Yakuza is. Like Yakuza, I feel like is loved for how how crazy they go with the side stuff. They're like,
1: trying to make one game to be the game.
3: Yeah, like that's a <laughs> game where, like, of course, like the main story is gonna be this crime drama about the yakuza and all this stuff. But hey, maybe between missions, I'm gonna go to the arcade and literally play the Sonic fighting game. Like, is that kind of, maybe I'm gonna go do some karaoke? Maybe I'm gonna go do some bowling. Like, it's that kind of game. And so, yeah, seeing them add in an entire like Animal Crossing type mode where you can go and build a city and build a, build a house and like do your thing and have it be like, okay, cool, yeah, I'm Tom Nook in this thing. That's fucking crazy. Let me toss in
1: two paragraphs from their official press release because DJ Mayer did say, I hope it's just a side mode. It is. Today (laughs) at the Xbox Partner Preview, Sega and RGG Studio revealed Dondoku Island, an expansive side mode within the upcoming RPG adventure title Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Dondoku Island is one of a variety of unique experiences that can be enjoyed within the game that delivers an adventure so big it spans the Pacific. Off the shore of Honolulu City lies Dondoku Island, a deserted island full of illegally dumped trash that has the potential to be so much more. With the help from new friends, his trusty baseball bat, and other tools, Ichiban can transform the island by cleaning up garbage and recycling those materials into DIY furniture, buildings, and more. You can also flex your managerial muscle and open the island's gates to patrons. The blue Hawaiian sky is the limit to creating the resort of your dreams
0: on Don Doku Island. Mike, that touched you. I love that. Go green, everybody. Let's protect (laughs) Mother Earth. I love that. And I also want to give a big shout-out to Gritty. Of course, the mascot, of course, he's two ugly mascots, but it did remind me of Gritty from Philadelphia. Uh, For me, this is exciting. You know, my worry with Yakuza is uh, it's already a big game and the side activities. Hopefully they grab a lot of the players, which I know hopefully it grabs me. And I don't know if the island builder is up my alley, but I'm excited to see it for others. We'll see how much I get lost in this. I do like a good city sim. Uh, Shout out to city skylines out now on Xbox game pass PC. Go play that. So I'll probably get lost a little bit and play it. My story with the Yakuza and the Judgment
3: game is always that I pick them up, play about seven hours, fall in love with it, and immediately drop off <laughs> to play some other thing. And so, it's
1: because there's so much. It's you there, play for seven hours, and that sounds like a fair amount, and it's not even, it's not. No, You're scratching like this, the surface. The
3: story's always interesting. and like I always like the characters, and there's nothing, I don't have any big like misgivings or anything about the Yakuza games that I play. It's just that, yes, yeah, something else comes along, and I look down the barrel of how long I have left yep. in this Yakuza yep. game, and I'm like, Ooh, I do not have time for this and this is one this is another one that I want to try to play but yeah it's coming out January 26th I believe they said yeah yes. January 26th the the same day Tekken 8 comes out mm. and I'm more of a Tekken guy than a Yakuza guy like I fucking like cannot <laughs> wait for Tekken the day before you're getting like a um, uh, Ace Attorney right like you're getting uh, the week before Prince of Persia uh, Alone in the Dark is somewhere in there and then you look toward like the lex- next few weeks and it's Persona 3 Reload it's Helldivers um Final Fantasy <sighs> 7 Rebirth this is the next next month a lot of great games. Like I want to I, More I, great I, games. I wish I could stop time and just play Yakuza 8 because this looks so good. Um, but yeah, like it was very exciting nonetheless. Like I'm, I'm hoping to give it a shot and have time for it.
0: Let's talk about another exciting game. This one I was kind of lost on, but it gave me a good blessing vibe. So, blessing, I'm going to kick it over to you to Ikaro Will Not Die. I love of course, that. each of us have said it a different way. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all going to say it a bunch of different ways. I think that goes to not having the voiceover, right? Of like, hey, this mm. is it, right? If you've never seen this game, which is a new game reveal, you have no idea what this is. And right? also, the
3: font so, was weird, and so like I have to, I'm going to try and look it up. I can't find it though. Okay. Um, but yeah. what did you think of this? I, I mean, I thought it was Ikari. But again, like I couldn't really read the font that well. Uh, this game looks really cool, right? It's that thing where, yeah, like you when we were watching this during the thing, you shouted out me and Barrett. I think probably this might be an Andy joint as well. Mm-hmm. Like this looks mm-hmm. like that kind of mm-hmm. game. That's going to be very actiony, very fast paced, very fun. And of course, like it has like the neon colors and all, like a cool art style and a lot of, a lot of just wild shit going on. Right. Cause like, as you see, and you look at the trailer, they have like the follower thing. And it looks like there's like a YouTube social media element to it too. But really like you're going through these levels playing at fast paced. I want to know, I want to know more about the genre Uh, um, Greg I don't know if you have anything
1: on that Of course I do Of course I shouted this one out when they went It's Future Lab uh, developing uh, Thunderful Publishing And they called out of course Velocity Uh, There's a reason for that Thunderful and Future Lab are delighted to unveil their all new Action adventure Rogue Light Ikaro Will Not Die A spiritual successor to the Velocity series In development for PC and Xbox Uh, Ikaro's exhilarating flow state Grav surfing movement In martial arts combat is at the core Of the game Uh, uh, being developed by Future Lab, behind Power Wash Simulator, uh, as a spiritual successor to the critically acclaimed Velocity series, Akaro brings the pace and precision of those titles' satisfying flow-state action into third-person while infusing an array of exciting new systems and mechanics. Akaro rewards momentum, delivering satisfaction and style as players master the game's unique systems. Surf through sci-fi environments and engage in spectacular combat encounters by chaining mind-blowing abilities together. Future Lab and Thunderful look forward to revealing more about car's distinctive combat system, unique abilities, and entrancing traversal soon.
0: Yeah, I'm all giving, it, about this. this yeah, it's so giving cool. roller drone vibes, yep. Ghost Runner vibes that you're probably mm-hmm. playing right now. And I, I like the idea of the YouTube follower count and the views. Yeah, that's neat. Right? So we'll see how fun that gets, but... Yeah, blessing. I thought of you, Tim. What do you think of this?
2: Yeah, this is so up my alley. I mean, it, it's giving me a lot of Sonic vibes in yeah. good ways, right? That flow state that they're talking about, obviously a little Hi-Fi rush. Uh, the vibes that I'm getting as well from this. It looks like it's going to be a slightly rhythm based uh, platformer, um, which very exciting to me. The it being Rogue Like Light, any of that stuff,
3: not my favorite yeah. thing to hear. Well, um, they didn't, it didn't sound like it from the what Greg read, right? Like I don't, I didn't hear anything there that sounded like it pointed to Rogue Light. Well, they said that you oh, gotta listen to the fucking oh, words I, I missed that part then. The the oh, in the Thunderful case, and future lab excited. are
1: delighted to unveil their all-new action adventure roguelite i, know, <laughs> I, was, in the first 20 I was focused words. on the
3: part where they start talking about velocity, <laughs> <laughs> but I like,
1: hey,
2: this is velocity. yeah and, and that's up to me it's like I, I feel like i i'm always more of a fan of the like linear design levels that are really a more focused experience something like a hi-fi rush Um, or Sifu, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, it's not like this turns me off of it. I still think that looks really, really damn cool. Love the the character design. Love the overall aesthetic of it all. You know, some of it, it's not like it's anything we haven't seen before, but it's all things that I like. You put them together, that looks like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, Big shout out here. Of course, I talked about it during the live reacts, but a lot of next gen, aka now current gen, is what we're going to start calling it. Current gen titles here. So Xbox One users, you are now starting to look at this moment where it is Here's the shift. A lot of these games are coming over to Xbox series only, and this is one of them, which is exciting. Let's move on to Still Wakes the Deep. We talked about this one. You've seen it. It's coming to Game Pass. It is a first-person uh, view on an oil rig. It looks like it's a scary game, a very Ooh. Greg Miller-esque Ooh. game of a walking sim, but... Not what I was expecting. You know, we've seen this a couple times now, and I was thinking more maybe like a crawl type experience with the alligators or maybe the megalodon comes out of nowhere. But it seems like there's some sort of zombie presence or some sort of spooky. Loud monsters. Yeah, monster-esque present. This showcase didn't do it for me. I think there should have been like some sort of jump scare or something to entice you a little bit more. But we're walking. We're vibing. Greg, what do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't, I am the walking sim guy. I do enjoy trying to figure out what's going on, you know, under the waves. I have not played the, it is out. I have not played it. I have not played the final version. We played it at SGF. That was an underwater, you know, doing the research thing that had me from the trailers and then what I played at SGF and I just haven't been able to make time. Sadly, this one, I look at it and both the setting and what I'm seeing don't click for me. The description's not bad, though. Uh, this first peek at Still Wakes the Deep in action offers a breathless look at the game's unique setting, uh, the Barrier D oil rig situated off the coast of Scotland. Split into two parts, the gameplay video picks up after a cat- catastrophic event has rocked the drilling platform with protagonist Kaz McLeary trapped beneath the crumbling exterior of the barrier-, barrier D and desperately seeking a pathway to safety. Viewers are then whisked forward into the claustrophobic bowels of the oil rig where Kaz must negotiate, negotiate crawl spaces and brave flooded passageways to avoid detection from an unknowable horror that's come aboard. Unknowable.
0: Hey, now, wow. uh, you make this a three to five hour experience, I'm in, right? Like I'm all about this. Sure. You put this in VR, I'm probably no, in as well because I puke? love VR. But when I look at this, right, if you gave me that kind of experience where we, we kind of walk around and explore and get a little spooked, I'm into that. You start talking 20 hours, I might fall off pretty quick after
2: uh, that's exactly where I'm at is that looking at this. I feel like everything we're seeing, like, like every single shot looks unique and I'm like, there's no way that that's going to like be this entire experience unless it overstays its welcome. Yeah. I feel like if this was more of a tightly defined experience that feels more like an interactive movie than uh, having to actually like do combat scenarios or anything like that, I feel like this could be uh pretty cool, like something different uh, because look at This, claustrophobic is the word. Like, I feel like this is uh, invoking a a fear and a vibe that we don't often see in these games. And when they get that right, it could really work. Um, jury's still out on this. side. It's, it's not like I'm looking at this and like, oh man, this is going to be the scariest game ever. But I, I do think that there could be some... Some real stressful tense situations in this that get your blood pumping.
3: Yeah. Like I don't look I don't watch the trailer and think the game's not gonna come out and be great or whatever, but I do think that this just was not a good trailer to display what this game is. Cause yeah, what Greg read is more excited than or more exciting than what we just watched. Mm-hmm. I think the thing when it when it is a walking sim or if it is like a vibey horror game, right? Like the cool things about either of those genres are when there are things happening, right? Like when there is dialogue happening, when there is an interesting, um, you know, piece of story or piece of lore, or an interesting thing that you pick up and sure, read and go, sure. "Oh, what the fuck is that? Like, what does this lead into?" I think showing us the in-between moments, like for me, this trailer is the equivalent as if we saw a trailer for a new Fallout game and they just showed us walking down like a street on the wasteland and nothing else that's a great point that's yeah. a great point it's yeah. like okay cool show me the action show me a dialogue sequence show me something show me the car. En- show me the carfax show me something that's going to engage me and get me excited about what this game is right like i don't want to watch i don't want to watch a gone home trailer that's me walking through a hallway and that's it
0: well the positive for you on game pass so that's always exciting very you know, nice you get a great game jumping on that one let's jump into what could be the next goatee contender? Ladies and gentlemen. Robocop Rogue City? Greg Miller, tell him about it. Let me ask you this question. Do <laughs> you, you
1: dorks like Fallout? Do you like police officers shot to death but brought back <laughs> through cybernetics to be the ultimate cop in Detroit's fucked up city streets? Robocop Rogue City are both of these things. Uh, Robocop, Robocity, I saw at SGF. Uh, yep. Of course, I came out of that, or right before SGF, actually, and I came into our preview and I was like, hey, they made a Robocop open area RPG like Fallout and it's (laughs) funny it's funny it's I mean it's not perfect but there's a point where I'm fighting a guy in a high rise and you can just grab him and throw him out the window all these NPCs just grab and you got the gun and And I was like I had a lot of fun with this goofy ass Robocop game and there's all this comedy in it that's written in it's like they know what they're doing and you all kind of went uh-huh on to the next game. And then they dropped the demo. You jabroni boys played Whoa. it on stream and had a great time. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it was one
0: of those. It, it's one of those where you just have a fun, silly time. And that's what I'm looking for. And I'm excited about it. I do have some hiccups and critiques about it that we'll talk about in just a moment. Mainly the price points, right? I think this would have been a much massive get for Game Pass. Right now, I'm looking at Steam, to pre purchase Rogo- Robocop Rogue City, $49.99. Mm. It was a fun experience, it was a good time. Right. But we'll see where that dollar amount back goes to, and gets people. excited.
1: I hear you. And I, I understand yeah. what you're saying there back to when my, I'm going back to my notes from them. Right. They called out that it was a 20 hour main campaign. No side stuff. So it's like, it's a big game, right? Yeah. It's yeah. a big, w- weird ass Robocop. There's a huge skill tree. You're investing <laughs> these things to make Robocop your own Robocop. Like, I don't know, man. Like I, I still think we're the proof will be in the pudding, and we will get it and play it. And can it maintain the interest for 20 hours? Yeah, (laughs) maintain the humor for 20 hours. Is that going to be a good thing or a bad thing? Mm -hmm. But it seems like it will at least be a fun thing
0: for a little bit. Cool part, November second. So right around the corner. (laughs) I mean, add up the days, Tim. Oh yeah, about to be in RoboCop city, baby. Are you interested in this at no, all? No, no, I'm not. I'm so happy. <laughs> no,
2: I'm no, happy no, for no, Nick. no, very happy for Nick. And I'm happy that you're into this too. Uh-huh. I'm really excited that Greg's ass into it as he is, <laughs> but I get it. No, I, that, this is what I think is uh, really cool is that we have seen so many licenses and IPs just get like totally uh, disregarded or done so poorly. But when there's a win, I, I think back to transformers follow Cybertron war for Cybertron where I was like, God, damn, I did not expect to get a transformers game. that gave a shit. I definitely did not expect to get a RoboCop game that gave a shit and I don't care, but I'm, I'm happy that this is getting the love it deserves. And I also think that it's cool for a franchise like this to, to get a game that seems to have thought put behind it of like, what genre makes sense for this? What, what would get people excited for this? Let's do that. Um, because we've seen predator, we've seen ghostbusters. We've seen, um, like all of the the asymmetric games. Um, there's a style that, that works. It doesn't work for everything. I do like that. Like, I'd put this in a similar tier to those games overall. Um, what I'd like to call out yeah. is that there, as we
1: watch the trailer, right, it is first person and you are shooting, yeah. but again, it's an RPG. You are making decisions. You are talking to people. You are branching things. You are picking up items, Like. They're making it look very, very action heavy. And there is action, like I said, but it's like it's way more fallout than it is fucking Wolfenstein. Blessing
0: he says fallout. Are you interested in this at all?
3: Oh yeah. I, I think this looks really cool. I love hearing you guys talk about it, right? And I think it's the thing too of you know, not every game needs to be Game of the Year, right? Like games can just be games. Games games can just yeah. come out and be fun for what Swim they Swimming in are. sevens. Swimming in sevens, right? And so, like, my, my hope is that this game comes out and it's Greg Miller's Donkey Kong 64 in a way where you know I love Donkey Kong 64, one of my favorite games of all time. It's not a Game of the Year type game, right? It's not not a critically. I mean, it might be critically acclaimed. I'm not sure, but like, it's not a game that everybody looks at as one of the goats, but it's one of my goats, right? I hope this comes out and it's like, okay, this is this isn't a Game of the Year, but it's one that we all love and and like hold near near and dear to our hearts. I hope it, I hope it's that.
0: Let's keep it going over to our next one. Dungeons of Hintonburg. This was showing off the social aspects of Hintonburg, the small town. Uh, Bless, I thought this would be a crossover between a blessing game and an anti-game and a Greg game, a little bit more of a walking sim, fun relationship builder, plus some cool combat and motion. There's some snowboarding in the previous announcement trailer. I thought maybe you'd dig this. Did you vibe with this? at all unfortunately not really
3: like i think the art style is really cool and i like that they're going for something very unique and very different but it's kind of what we talked about during the showcase where it almost feels like they're trying to do too much and therefore speaking to nobody in particular you know i look at it and yeah the combat looks cool right like you know it's funny because that's the part that you look at and you're like okay this might be a blessed thing but honestly like when i look at the combat that's the thing that probably appeals to me the least out of this like Mm -hmm. the combat doesn't Mm -hmm. look as engaging as as and, and as interesting as it could be right like it's cool that it's there, right? And you look it looks like you have fun abilities and stuff, but, you know, I look at the story and, like, almost the relationship building stuff is, like, man, I kind of wish the game would either just be this or just be... You know another side of it, right? Like I don't know if I if I'm down to like do all the stuff that they're presenting here and the way that they're presenting it. But you know, like it's one that I'm glad it's here. I'm glad that they're that um, the Xbox partner partner preview, right? Like has space for this kind of variety of games. But yeah, it's not one that I'm like adding to my list of things that I'm anticipating.
0: Greg Miller, are you adding this to your list? No, sadly, uh,
1: it didn't do anything for me. You know, watching it, my first reaction watching it was like, oh, it's not voiced. Okay, you know, I I hate reading, kidding. Uh, But it was this idea of like, yeah, you know, they describe it as, you know, uh, Dungeons of Hinterberg, a single-player mix of action RPG and social sim taking place in the Australian Alps, which is set to release in 2024. The combat didn't do it for me. I don't love the visual style of it. I don't, if we get there and there's a good hook to the story, I'd try it and maybe, you know, see if it works for me. But
2: from what I'm seeing now, I'm not vibing. Tim Geddes? This game has a nice palette of colors. I feel like that. I'm hoping that it hits for some people, but yeah, I'm with you guys. It's not not something
0: I am going to keep my eye on. This will be coming to Game Pass, so another op- great opportunity to try mm-hmm. something that might be out of. That's your why Game out.
1: Pass is the best value in gaming.
0: It's Don't give me all the way oh, by the way Austrian, yeah, Austrian.
1: Australian I, I appreciate I appreciate <laughs> yeah, yeah. that the chat called out Mike for putting an N and calling it Hinton <laughs> yeah, yeah. <of> Hinter, <laughs> yeah, yeah and I
3: was so focused
1: on uh-huh. Hinton I screwed up that part <laughs> we we're in America it. y'all we're dumb <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's move on to one that kind of surprised us a little bit and God bless his eye Spirit of the North two aka Fox and the crow game what did you think of this one?
3: This looks really cool. Like, I wasn't somebody who played the first Spirit of the North. In fact, like, as we're going through this trailer, I was like, wasn't wasn't the first one like a two D side scroller or something? And then, like, looking back at the trailer, it's like, no, the first Spirit of the North very much looked like this, right? Except I didn't. We, me and Tim, couldn't find the crow. No, there's original. no crow. Like in this one, the logo is the yeah. fox and the crow. In the first game, it's just the fox. oh, it's just the fox. Yeah. Okay, so that's a big, big development. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> this looks really cool. This looks really fun. I like the art style. It gives me like that kind of like fun meditative um I mean, fun might not might not even be the word right like meditative artistic you know type game where you're going through it and it's almost like an eco or like um you know one of those games that we that we're like oh man i told you video games are art look at this play this right like this gives me some of those vibes but also i like those games i think those games are fun and yeah this
0: one looks really cool i like the art style and so I, i'm i'm keeping my eye on it for sure yeah give me some light ori vibes of course it probably won't be like that gameplay wise but You know, you see the fox and the crow, you're like, okay, I like that. You catch my eye. Tim, does this interest you at all?
2: I echo every single thing Bless just said there. I am also a big fan of the eco-type games and things like that. And this looks like it's giving those vibes i just, I love little dudes. You know what I mean? Give me a little Fox guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, that's just Fox such died, an easy, easy way for me to, to be in. You make them glow a little blue. Come on, Come man. On. Like they're just like really kind of like this game is, I feel like is the opposite of the, the hinterburg one where I'm like, oh yeah, everything here. You're talking to me, baby. I like this. Having said that, I did not even know there was a first game. And looking at that first one, it's it's funny that looking at the gameplay of the first one, I'm like, I don't know that I really want to play that. But looking at this, I'm like, I do want to play it. And I think it's the one shot. It's about to come up here of uh, the the crow holding the fox as they, like, fly uh, across a little chasm. Um, I'm all up there, right there. Oh, yeah. That looks awesome. Like, I'm, I'm all about that. And, uh, yeah, th- definitely keep my eye on this one. Rick I got
1: Miller. I got four sentences slash paragraphs. Hit me. They're just sentences. Uh, embark on an epic adventure unraveling the mysteries of a beautiful ancient world in this breathtaking third-person adventure. Sequel to the acclaimed Spirit of the North, take on the role of an isolated fox with a raven companion on a quest to restore the lost guardians and return home. In an ancient world left to ru- left in ruin, roam a stunning open world rich with lore and primordial secrets to discover. With the help of your ever-wise companion, seek out the lost legendary guardians and release them from the grasp of the... Dark Shaman Grimnir It's got a vast open world Seek out powerful runes Extensive customization In Ancient Guardians uh, No for me this is a pass Okay. I didn't I, I look at this And I, I was like oh yeah This is like I'm dreaming of an indie yeah, yeah. Give me an animal and a thing It's gonna be like this uh, I don't see it being Compelling enough to grab me
0: uh, I'm looking at that Vast customization Maybe my fox can wear a hat oh. My raven can wear Like a small cape or something Can it smoke <laughs> You know what I mean oh, Nothing cooler
2: than a raven With a cigarette <laughs> Spirit of the North has like a 90% that I'm, or like a, a lot of nines here, or a lot uh-huh. of four out of fives. It's about five hours in length, less Oh, okay. Oh, hang <laughs> on. Oh,
3: hey and Spirit it's also awesome. Let's take the, the rest of the afternoon
0: off and go yeah, <laughs> yeah, to uh, the North. I'll come back with the review. Let's jump into another very exciting one. Metal Gear Solid <laughs> showed up. <laughs> a little snake <laughs> eater <laughs> fun right there. And we got the first in engine look at it. A lot of sweeping landscapes, a lot of animals and fun critters that maybe you'll eat blessing yeah. what did you think of this nice showcase for snake eater
3: uh, it looks absolutely gorgeous right like one so wild that it's here you know it's wild for us to see this game again after getting it revealed earlier in the year so uh i think that's a big get for xbox for the partner preview um yeah i think it looks fantastic i'm i'm very much digging like all the atmospheric stuff i think the um Dude, I don't know if we knew if it was Unreal Engine 5 before, but, like, that's an exciting reveal, too, knowing that it's going to be in Unreal Engine 5. If it can't be in the Fox Engine, I feel like Unreal Engine 5 is a good, like, second choice. Um, I still have this weird thing with this game where, like, I want to be excited about it, but I'm also so apprehensive when it comes to, like, Konami bringing back some, some things, right, and bringing back, like, not that... Metal Gear Solid necessarily needs Kojima because it's a remake. They're going to tell the same story. They're going to do all that stuff, right? But I just want the content to hit and I'm waiting to see the content. Like I want to see a trailer that has like characters talking to each other, right? Fun story moments. Is able to catch the quirkiness? Is it able to, to catch the goofiness, right? Is it able to capture all those things that we love about Mel Gear Solid 3? That's the stuff that I'm really hoping for and that's the stuff that I'm like, Waiting to see before I'm like, okay, f- I'm full all in. Um, but I think for what this is as an in-engine trailer, just showing us what this looks like. I think it's a great trailer. I think this looks
0: beautiful. I think it looks great. this right, Bless. It looks beautiful. I'm so excited. I have a small problem, Greg Miller. Because, of course, we now have the Metal Gear Solid Collection. out, yeah. and I just want to tear through all of that. Yeah, you do. But I got to go one, two, wait one, two. for this. You know what I mean? Do you? you? I got to. Greg. Are you I'm worried about burning out, out on Metal Gear Solid. Solid? You
1: don't even know when Delta's coming
0: out. You just got to hope. You know what I mean? Keep hoping. Okay. Keep holding your breath. What do you think?
1: Looks great. You know, I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid fan. Uh, It, I mean, what can you say? Like, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm with everybody else of like, yeah, it's a wait and see of like, will it actually come together or whatever. But like, you know, I love Metal Gear, period. I love Twin Snakes, you know what I mean, Like for what it was. So I'm going to love this for what it is as well. I am also in the same boat of you as you right now. Of course, I'm on Redacted Review, and then I'm about to move to a different Redacted Review. But I started Metal Gear Solid uh, from the Legacy Collection, and it is that. Am I about to play every Metal Gear? You know what I mean? Like,
0: let's go. (gasps) Tim?
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling the vibes for sure on this one. Uh, Like, I'm right there with you. I can't wait for Master Collection because I want to play through uh, that for sure as well um i will not be playing three though i want to wait for this um three has always been one for me that i freaking love but it is lower on my metal gear list i feel like this might be the type of stuff to like really kind of maybe have it land for me um but i i seeing it in unreal it looks utterly fantastic and i'm still i'm absolutely with bless i want to hear hater i want to there's so many things that i need for them to get right for this to actually hit but I do think that there's enough hints in this. Like the locations we're seeing, even like him hiding behind like that uh, broken down like building as he's like sneaking, it's like, I remember that scene. Like yeah. we know what that is. We that's, know.
3: That's the thing that I'll, I'll I'll definitely compliment the trailer on is that they knew what locations to show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's huge, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. us being like, oh, that's a bridge. Oh, that's where Snake met uh, hots a lot, right? That's oh, that's lot. where you fight the pain. Yep. Really good, really good um, approach for that. And I think by
2: doing that, they're showing us, like, we got this, the music that was playing, it sounded right. The um, HUD elements that we got, I thought uh, were, were excellent in hitting the vibe of Metal Gear while also looking updated. And so much of this not having HUD at all, we'll see what the actual gameplay ends up being like, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Um, and even we get a couple shots of it kind of like first person, third person, the way the camera's moving and everything seems like they're kind of nailing it. So I'm even higher on this game after this than i was going into it like that looks that looks perfect that looks like metal gear first person should look
3: with the collection i started playing a little bit of metal gear solid 3 just to like put myself in there again and like you know one of the things i was reminded was the pressure sensitive buttons you know you went in on the ps2 you would like hold square and then press square a bit more in and then let go of it for the for the shot and like modern platforms don't really have that gets me excited to see like Hey, are they gonna be able to do that with like the dual sense triggers right now that we have the adaptive triggers? I'm sorry, you don't have that on Xbox, but like we have that over here. Yeah, yeah. Very excited to see what we do with that. Um, and even seeing things like the water falling off of him, like as he's walking, right? Like the small details you can put in there that you weren't able to do
0: with the PS2. Excited to see how they translate all that stuff. Greg Miller, as the Metal Gear solid guy. Hi. Is this the start of us getting remakes for all of them? Will we get the upgrade, the beautification of all of the Metal Gear games? You know, mainly one and two and then you know, we talk about four and then five is already so great. All right. but I mean, just first off,
1: hit? if they do this, like I'm w- watching Metal Gear Solid 3 Delta footage there, right? I'm yeah, watching yeah. Metal Gear Solid Delta footage Look there. That. And all I'm thinking is, God damn, do Peace Walker. Let's just do fucking Peace Walker. Let's do Turn it. Turn them, baby. You, you know, know what go. I mean? At least give me volume two with Peace Walker. You hope to a degree, like it's one of those like, Konami is a monkey's paw. Let's not, I'm not going to start making wishes until I see how this one is. All right. (laughs) We're excited about the legacy collection. And then there's all these problems and they didn't really put that much work into it. It's like, which I knew was going to happen. They wouldn't put much work into it, but it doesn't matter. Like, let's see what volume two is. Let's see how
0: they do with this. Let's see where we go from there. Okay. I like that. Let's go on to our final four. Let's talk about Manor Lords, a game, Greg, could easily be in as a voice actor. I mean, again,
1: I don't (laughs) want to live in that time period, but I would have just cleaned up. (laughs) I would (laughs) have been awesome in that time period.
0: Uh, Manor Lords is coming your way on April 26th via Game Preview and on PC Game Pass. This uh, console's coming later. Looking like an RTS city builder right there. Greg is going to look up some of the the verbiage for me, but I like these kind of games. I'm always into trying a new age of empires warcraft 3s game that i can get lost in and either battle my friends or just play by myself and see how good and how fast i can build units and townships this so Greg,
1: anticipated it- title seeks to combine intense real-time combat with immersive city building and xbox says mm-hmm. we're quite excited about it so excited in fact that we sat down with the person who made it uh, i draws inspiration from city builders that have come before but it's the historic 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 Oxycity? Is it historic, like but city there? Historicity,
3: Historicity.
1: Historicity of the game Hydro that drives city. it. Hydro city. Authenticity is paramount to the experience, both visually and mechanically, which makes for some pretty unique gameplay elements. For example, <laughs> residents in Manor Lords are made from Burgage plots, a medieval term used to describe how kings and lords allocated land to their city subjects.
3: Answer Demon in chat said uh, ticks were the size of Volkswagens back then. No, they weren't.
0: Imagine. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't tell me that. Of course, the fun one will be to see how they port this over to console with the controller and gamepad, right? Like mouse and keyboard on PC is going to run real well. How do you do that on controller? Always the fun one. But Age of Empires and the team over at Xbox have done a very good job making real-time strategy games viable. Halo Wars, shout out to you. Tim, will you ever play a game like this?
2: Look, I. This is a perfect okay. example of a uh, looking at a game that I'm like, God. Video games could be so many things for so many people, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I, I honestly, I don't know how much you'd have to pay me to play this game through. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I feel like it is. It's a, it's a yeah. large, large. But
1: Manor Lords or Xbox, if you're watching, we will accept that sponsorship. <laughs> 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 to have Tim play through Manor Lords. I'll sweeten the deal by I'll dress in character and come in behind you, though, Tom. Okay, great. Oh, great, great. I'll, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll be the blacksmith just, back there.
2: Yeah. No, Timothy! I just, uh, I, I don't know. But again, this is I, I thought the same thing about many different games before I really gave him a shot. Like Fire Emblem's always the one I go back to where I, I looked at them like, there's not a chance I like this freaking love it now um but I, something tells me that's not gonna
0: be the case with this one well that's april twenty sixth. This doing it for you i mean
3: i'm pretty much in the exact same boat as tim okay. i did play like i t- I played tom Clancy's end war i think is what it was called on ps3 like you had to play with like a microphone and you would command your troops
0: oh, with your vocal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. pretty true cool. style yeah man remember battlefield 4 when you could be the off the game commander and they would be, they were like oh if you got an ipad you could just ipad it and you'd be pressing the buttons oh at the map yeah and stuff. i remember that e3 trailer that's it's cool man Bring that back. Let's go on (laughs) to our next one. The finals has an open beta coming October 26th, which, looking at my watching calendar, that's tomorrow. Ah! It's for all you current-gen console owners on the Xbox Series S and X. Of course, I played the finals with the boys and with Andy. Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, I do like the destructibility of the environments. I did like the maps, how they had day and night cycles in each one, so you had more variety on what you would be getting. I enjoyed the 3v3v3-type situation. I believe there's 9 to 12 people running around on the map. Uh, The one critique that I had was there was just one game mode during that beta that we played. And so the worry was is, hey, we need more of this. You're going to have to give me other things to keep me excited and interested in such a competitive market of first-person shooters, right? But the gunplay felt good. The movement and the traversal all felt good as well. It was a fun time to play. I just needed more game modes to get me excited and make me want to stay for more hours than just by one to two and calling it good because I got bored of the same thing over and over again. Greg Miller, you're not my first person shooter guy, but man, you're better than Andy on mouse and keyboard and I know it big <laughs> so about. Do you get excited about these at all?
1: Greg? Absolutely Ever? fucking not. That's Toss crazy. this into the bucket of all these games that look exactly like and again, like that's we're talking preferences here, right? Yeah. Where it's like, I'm sure all the walking sims I want. I you know people I make fun of them. think they're stupid. I, I don't think this is stupid. It's just there's I'm this is my uh manor lords of just like I look at this and I'm like, no, like, I just wouldn't want to play this. You know what I mean? So go go get them. You know what I mean? Have fun with it if it's your bag. But it also has even just the color palette and style of all these other games that are either out or have been canceled, which then
0: you go like, do they have the stuff? Can they do it? I hope so. Plus, do you think you'll put some time into this? I know you're excited. You want to jump on a stream, but anything past that, would you stick around for this kind of game? Yeah. I mean, to what Greg said about the color palette, right? Like I... I look at this and I think the color
3: palette is a bit more extreme than what we see out of a lot of those ones right like I think the comparison would be like fair games or like all the games that were <laughs> revealed at the PlayStation showcase or um, the Sega's hyena game that got canceled right like you look at all these games and you kind of see that um, you know that through line of okay yeah I can see what these are going for I do think that this one stands out a bit more I think they take it to a, like a different level where it is oh, this just looks cool. Like, this looks like a fun time. And it's one that I definitely want to give a shot. Um, but yeah, like, it's the only thing holding me back is the oversaturation for me yeah. of these these types of games. But it looks like a fun time. I hope it sticks, right? Like, I hope this works. And also, I'm curious to see what Arc Raiders look, looks like, which is their other game that they're working on that they announced. Um, you know, this being a studio that we've not seen that much from, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like this and Arc Raiders are like their two first things. I want to see what they got, because yeah. I think from the first first blush looks at both of those
0: games they look cool they look fun and so i'm big, curious big positive right now is i am looking for that next shooter to hold me over the issue is call of duty right around the corner mm. halo just got a nice shot in the arm it's fun to be back in that it is kind of in a very good place right now that is enjoyable to jump back into so you're kind of at this nice spot where an open beta could go really well for you but of course the clock is ticking because once call of duty comes out, a lot of people are going to just jump off and go over to the other game. So I hope that they have a strong open beta. I think they learn a lot from it. And then when is that full release? What do they have to bring to the table to make it stand out? Probably somewhere late spring, early summer is always a good spot. If you're a first person shooter to strike when the call of duty hype is now worn down. People don't want to play it anymore. We need something big to boost us up. That's where I want to see this land probably April to June window would be good for them.
1: Yeah. Look at you. You got it all. You get their whole marketing strategy laid out. Right?
2: Oh man, I help them out. I love but, talking video games. That totally makes sense. Mike, I was saying this during the the actual live reaction, but they're like, blessed her saying there. there is something different about the finals where there is a level of polish and a level of graphic design understanding that I feel like a lot of the other games that look like this are emulating where this feels a bit more authentic and like they're pulling it off. Um, to your point, if it needs more modes and if the gameplay needs to be there, like I think that's the bigger question in a, market that is so saturated and uh you can compare it to so many different things but mm-hmm. in a world where apex legends exist how does this also compete when there are other games coming out constantly whether it's a call of duty or all that stuff but i think that when it comes to those types of games like where it's we're talking about shooters but we're talking about specifically this type of shooter
3: is this an extraction shooter how, how would you describe no not, like,
2: not an extraction shooter no okay. this, this, just is a arena,
0: this is an arena shooter, arena right? shooter okay. uh-huh.
2: which i do think like puts it in a Barely not unique spot, but it's different than a lot of the other things that we yeah. get in terms of their I- intent, at least. But I put this for some reason, the finals and marathon are the two for me that I'm like, I think they have a little more potential than the rest of these. And, uh-huh. and, and I feel like a lot of that comes down to timing and the, the content being their day one and like getting the, the community into it. Yeah. You're right about finding that right place next year to drop where it could hit. But yeah,
0: this and marathon, you know, what's hot with the kids right now. Bless when we talk about shooters, Roblox. It's all about movement, Greg Mm -hmm. Miller. Is that traversal and movement, that moment-to-moment going to capture you and give you a high-skill advantage of did you really learn how to make the movement that much better? That's where a lot of the audience that I noticed gravitates towards that is that apex legends like you talked about apex that is, so is that good. call of duty Warzone, when slide canceling was a thing and kids are bouncing off the walls and people like me who are old and don't got it like that are doing this and missing right but the kids want fast movements and i think this game has a blend of that there's moments where it feels like oh man i'm really gonna do something weird and crazy but then also there's other movements where it's like oh that felt a little janky and we got to iron that mm-hmm. out so this mm-hmm. is your moment Iron that out. Let's see where you land on that (laughs) one. So
3: many chests. The two guys on the right look like brothers. Talk about Greg and Mike. (laughs) Hey, Hey
0: everybody. We're the Brothers
1: of Destruction. Also known as
3: the
0: Disgusting Brothers. (laughs) Oh, So So disgusting. Let's keep it going with our final two. Here's a fun one for you. Ark Survival Ascended. we got a nice little showcase of this as a Arc player myself, I actually bought a second Xbox Game Pass account so I could run a hosted server off my other Xbox one inside the house. So then my Prime account and all my friends could play on that because we didn't want to be tethered together. Because if you run off one Xbox, everybody's tethered. But if you got two Xboxes and two separate accounts, everybody and their mama can go anywhere they want. I'll tell you what, I love Ark. It is my favorite survival sim, whatever you want to call these games. I don't know. There's so many terms for this now, but this is my favorite survival city builder that there is, right? I love the dinosaurs. I love the idea of taming the dinosaurs. Wait, you build a city in this game? I mean you can build anything in this game. You can build oh, guns. Wow. You can build giant houses. You can you can build cages for your dinosaurs. You can mount the dinosaurs. You can ride a pterodactyl and fly up and down. It's crazy this is crazy. That's awesome. You go out in the Good ocean and a giant shark will chase you. It's amazing. Gotta love this game so much. <laughs> now let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. It's very exciting because, of course, this isn't the Vin Diesel Arc 2 that I wanna see. I know Tim, he's looking forward to seeing Vin Diesel ride a of T-Rex. This isn't that. This is the original. Uh, arc being built in unreal five coming soon a little disappointed we didn't get a date or a game preview announcement of like hey expect this in february or january i am surprised at that one but it looks good Studio
1: Wildcard revealed today the first gameplay trailer for Ark Survival Ascended during Xbox's partner showcase. <laughs> then announced plans to launch this brand new experience today no! on to Steam.
0: Why is that not oh, Ark
1: Survival Ascended will launch in November on Xbox Series X and S and mm-hmm. PlayStation Five. Oh my
0: November,
3: that's weird. Days why away. Did they why, why,
0: why did, did you, you not p- do this? Why did you not? Why did you Is it that in the video?
3: Do you, do you think I'd be able to carry my save over? Cause if so, I might. I might give this a shot.
0: Save. I don't know on that one. Buff. Okay. Crossplay, uh, probably. But I don't know about save on that one. Mm, okay. I might wait for PlayStation then. I like this. I'm excited. It looked good.
3: I saw the scene where somebody <laughs> took a bazooka and blew up somebody's house. You like that? That's kind of I... giving you
0: some rust vibes, right? Because yeah, of course. you can have such a big server <laughs> going on. That As you one does. <laughs> around. I'll tell you what, man. I, I get lost vibes. in these games. I love... Chris Sankin We're playing this. by the, the server, Chris. Get the server ready. Hell Plus, yeah. would you play this at all?
3: Uh, if I had, this could sound mean, but I mean it in a nice way. If I had nothing else to play, I'll, I'll, I'll try <laughs> yeah, 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 it for yeah. sure. Uh, like this, this is the kind of game that I drew, like. As a kid, I feel like I would dream of, right? Oh, give me a game that I can just live in and like build things and like have my, my progression of like all the things that I'm doing and like yeah. that sounds like a dream experience if I had all the time in the world, like I did when I was a kid. As an adult, where I'm like, well, I gotta play anime too. Also, my RPGs coming out. Also, this is coming out. Also, that's coming out. Like, I don't think I have the the time, but. It looks cool. Like I my, my in my dream timeline I would.
0: Okay. Tim, could I convince you to play this with me for an afternoon?
3: No, but I can't wait to
2: watch you play I love it, though. It. Honestly, that best. looks it looks gorgeous. <laughs> I love that we're getting Unreal Engine 5 games. I think mm-hmm. remakes of games in Unreal Engine is an exciting thing that we're going to see more of and yeah. Those dinosaurs look great. I'm so excited for you. These dates. I wish that they said that in the presentation because I feel like that is important oh. information uh, that would have. It seems like information yeah. you toss in. That it.
3: is yeah. insane. Yeah. That there's not. What is going like, if on? You do, there? If you do this in a stream, yeah, consider me.
0: Okay, that's great. Oh, it's not not wrong. Wrong. Wow. Wrong. It maybe I'm this will become maybe. our Velheim once a week, once every two weeks game. Because I, I have a big passion for Ark over all the other ones, so and, and it has got a big coming. passion
1: for Vin Diesel. Exactly. So whenever I that's coming, I love Vin
0: Diesel. I'll tell you, what. and I'm still paying for that second Xbox account. Hey, hey, <laughs> uh, Jim, let's finish. You're welcome, it up. Phil. <laughs> With Alan Wake Two, <laughs> woo, woo, the game right around the corner, Greg Miller, right Can't around the wait. corner, but looking good. Another little—I don't want to call it a super deep dive, but a nice little trailer slash some gameplay. Again, I think that. they
1: gave enough. Yeah. The, you know, what I mean, the, I think the trailer got into some stuff. And again, I've been not blackout on it, but I've been not seeking things out because I saw what I saw at SGF and I was like this looks awesome I can't wait and so I think the trailer started getting to some stuff I hadn't seen I don't like that and then we had a very tempered demo that was cool and creepy and set the tone and did the thing and
0: didn't you know it didn't seem like it gave away a giant piece of anything Yeah, I think you've already had hands-on previews from a number of outlets. Of course, you've had Blessing playing with Sam Lake already. So I think there's enough out there already that didn't warrant, hey, we got to give you a bunch right before release. But a nice little touch to say, hey, we've teamed up with Remedy, right? Here's a big, nice little icing on the cake for you to watch this and want to get involved. If you were just seeing the tweet itself or the blog post of like, here's our four games we can guarantee. Alan Wake's a nice hit on that one for sure. Tim, what'd you think for this to close it out?
2: I, I think this was a great showing. This game continues to show extremely well, and I think it's extremely important that Xbox has been positioning Alan Way 2 the way that it has. I feel like this is such a big deal game, and it so easily could have been fallen back in terms of marketing, in terms of just awareness, into that kind of like middle-of-the-road uh, type of um, expectations, whereas now I feel like this is being presented as a major title for uh, the year, uh, in a crazy year for games. So, I think they're pulling it off so far i think at this point it's just about them landing the plane this is just about yep. does the game deliver and the way they're marketing it the way they're talking about it they seem very confident so i feel very excited about that and you'll love to see xbox get those wins and i, I feel like this is a, a great example of it
0: for them blessing close out what'd you think of this one
3: i think this trailer was fantastic um for me the split that I have with it is closing on a launch trailer, right? Like this game is coming mm-hmm. out in mm-hmm. what, two days? What day is it Wednesday? Yeah, it's coming out in like a couple of days, right? And so yeah. it's one that's right here. It doesn't feel like a strong one more thing, but as I look through the roster of games that we had announced, right? Like, I think if we're gonna close on something, it would either be this or Metal Gear Solid uh, 3. And the trailer for Metal Gear Solid 3 doesn't stay closer to me. And so I kind of understand how we get here, where we're gonna have Alan Wade close. And like, the trailer is a great trailer. And like, I think it has the audience leave with a good taste in their mouth. So overall, I see how you get to the decision and i'm not mad at it right but like i would have liked something that was a oh this is a surprise i wouldn't expecting this here to be the closer
0: to it but either way like i think this is a good trailer i'm not that mad at it yeah that's very well said bless and that's interesting to see them moving forward what is that final showcase piece is it something so far away that we're wowed by but we know is so far away or is it something like hey here's a big title that's right around the corner let's get you excited one final time before we go, we've teamed up with them. Let's bring a big name. I, I kind of like that as well. So, Well, this is the whole thing more. again,
1: right? As we've talked about this being another avenue for marketing, right? Like this is a big get for Alan Wake too, right? Because launch trailers drop each and every day, right? And it has to be, usually that fan base goes and finds it. Yeah. Here it is. Like you're talking about ARK and how you wanted to play it today and you get to kind of, but this is the idea of you see this and man, everything they're showing is just days away. This is right there. This looks awesome. I can't wait. It's Halloween. It's spooky season. It's Halloween weekend. There you go
2: yeah i love that framing i i feel obviously i'm always gonna want to be one more thing mm-hmm. i feel like that's core to who i am as a person but uh i feel like they' if they continue this route where it's like they kind of let us know what the main event is and they just commit to that and yeah and show it off i'm all about that for this format i feel like the one more thing that's a showcase that's when they're yep. really putting all their eggs in one basket of like yo we're gonna go hard here and we want there to be a giant beginning middle and surprises all throughout This, I feel like overall, the pacing ending with this makes a lot of sense to me. And um, if they continue this format, I feel like it works really, really well.
0: Well said, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's kind of funny X cast. Of course, I want to hear from you down in the comments down below. What did you think of the Xbox partner preview? Did you like it? What's your score on a scale of one to five with the kind of funny rating scale? And of course, tune in next week where me, Paris and Gary will talk more about this brand new product from Xbox. And if we like it, if we see it moving forward and where does it fit? in the Xbox broadcast landscape. But until then, enjoy yourself, gamers. Have some fun, and we'll catch you next week. Happy Halloween. Bye.